0: Please
1: tell me there's gonna be a reference to um Ellie being the original big titty goth girlfriend, but without the big titties. <laughs> but without the big titties. <laughs> sure, now it's there. You've there done it. there we go, I did it. <laughs> so I was like, I'm so clever.
0: <laughs> goth GF Ellie Nash, the original Goth GF. I agree. With without the big titties. Without the titties. Um Hello, hello, and welcome to the podcast where we go absolutely cuckoo bananas over our favorite characters from Degrassi the Next Generation. I'm Keely Bell, and you can join me every week with a special guest to talk about how these characters did whatever it takes and how exactly they made it through. Okay, so welcome back if you're listening. Um if you're a returning listener, uh we are here today, and it is so super special because, um, once again, I am not here with Daniel, I am here with a- another special guest who is my other best friend, the better one, the, the, the <laughs> my best oh, wow. female friend. <laughs> there we go, <laughs> named
1: Erin Berry. Hello, and <laughs> I imagine there's just a bunch of applause happening.
0: Yay!
1: Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: I am here with none other than Aaron Barry, and uh, how do we know each other, Aaron? <laughs> um,
1: well, you broke up me and Daniel.
0: Okay, whoa, 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 whoa,
1: <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. If I recall,
0: I. <laughs> I was the child of divorce, and I had to return a jacket covered in your perfume that gave my mother an allergy attack. So
1: I forgot about that.
0: So if I'm anything, I am a child of divorce in this relationship. So if you No, Daniel,
1: I love Daniel. He loves me. We're fine.
0: If you're listening and you don't know me personally, which the odds of that are slim, but like there's some of my friends who don't know um daniel my roommate and best friend um is gay mostly and he i was the one she was the girl she was the one out of 10 uh or the the 10 to 1 ratio she was the one that dated daniel in high school well while i was good friends with daniel and then daniel moved away and went to college and aaron and i got really really close after they broke Mm -hmm. up yes so that's kind of the dynamic here Mm -hmm. um and we are here uh to discuss i would in my opinion say that ellie is one of the better written characters on this show
1: Agreed. Yeah. Um,
0: I also have a slight bias because Ellie Nash is my
1: favorite character. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's why that's why you're on for this one.
1: I should hope so. <laughs> you, you should have me on for another episode for a character that I hate. Who do you hate? I don't hate anybody. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, who do you vehemently hate?
0: <laughs> so yeah, Ellie's your favorite character. Yes. She is not necessarily my favorite favorite character we know who your
1: favorite character right everyone
0: knows who my favorite character is (laughs) this podcast is named for her yeah um but like i love i do think ellie is one of the better written Mm -hmm. characters on this show like just because even when i was writing down all my plot points i um i was like all of them kind of melded into each other which to me is Mm -hmm. like a good sign of cohesive storytelling Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um Oh, yeah. If I love doing this every time. It's a late introduction. If you don't know, I am Keely Bell. I have a self-proclaimed encyclopedic knowledge of Degrassi, the next mm-hmm. generation. And I like to bring on guests who I tend to think um, know less than I do. And so then we get to uh, have fun talks where I educate them on Degrassi. But they, they, they're they not really way <laughs> less educated. they They're just... They're just, they're basically around the same amount of fan as I am. So, how did you get into Degrassi first? So,
1: I grew up in SoCal with the rarest of parents who are Mm -hmm. (laughs) ultra conservative,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, almost Tea Party. Mm -hmm. um so at one point my mother had caught me watching degrassi as a middle schooler i believe Mm -hmm. and she was like you're not old enough to watch this this is inappropriate for you and so after they went to bed i I had a tv in my room and after i'd Mm -hmm. go to bed after they'd go to bed i would like turn on i think it was the n yes and watch it (laughs) so seamless i was it was so scandalous. And then I randomly found out in my teen years that my parents would like check in on me while I was sleeping, which is really weird. <laughs> I think I think most parents do that. Um. But yeah, um and that's how I got into Degrassi and I'm oh, actually yeah. rewatching everything and I've actually like as I've been rewatching it, I've realized I've seen a lot more than I originally thought. hmm It's it's
0: um that's kind of how I felt on my first couple of rewatches where it was like you think you you think you've forgotten a bunch and then you look back and you're like, No, I remember a lot. Except this last rewatch, which was the exact opposite, is I thought I knew everything. And then once the like later seasons happened that mm-hmm. I've only seen maybe once. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, right. That does Mm -hmm. happen. (laughs) Becky Baker does do that. Why? You know? I don't know who that is yet. Oh, you'll hate her. Um (laughs) Cool. We're going to dive right into Ellie Nash. And we've talked about how much we love her as a character, like as a um, Mm well-formed person. So we're going to hit. Oh, no. Let's do our. um, Let's do three sentences. Oh, do you want to do that shit. at the beginning or the end?
1: We'll just do it at the beginning. I, okay. That's the one part I didn't uh, prepare for. It. That's fine. Uh, we never
0: prepare for the three sentences, <laughs> so that way it's like candid and fun. Oh. Okay,
1: do okay. you want to go first or me? I'll go first. Okay. So three sentences, right?
0: To describe her entire arc, yeah.
1: Okay. Ellie Nash, the original goth girlfriend, mm-hmm. as we've discussed, starts off Depressed mm-hmm. because her mother is shitty. <laughs> Period. <laughs> she then grows into her own being less of a goth <laughs> and learns hey, I like journalism, mm-hmm. but I still have a shitty taste in men. <laughs> Period. She still ends up depressed. Period. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That was
0: good. That was good. I don't know how I'll top that. (laughs) Okay.
1: I am the best at improv if you couldn't tell.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm also not great at improv. So (laughs) this is bound to be great. All right. So, all right. Ellie Nash begins as a pillar of support to everyone in her life. Period. She then breaks under the pressure of supporting everyone and must learn to support herself. Period. This leads to Many, many instances <laughs> of, her, of her having to assert herself and stand up when people are walking all over her, period.
1: That was one of the better ones I've done because she's it's, good,
0: yeah, and
1: uh, because Ellie Nash is me. But we will get into that. later. Oh my god, <laughs> I, I,
0: Victoria Justice meme.
1: I think we're all Ellie Nash. I think
0: um, we're all. <laughs> but okay, let's hit some of her plot points. Okay, so I'll go first. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm only gonna go first because my first plot point is her just introduction to the series. Mm-hmm. And, okay, first of all, me. so if you're listening and you didn't listen to the Jimmy episode, go listen to that. Because we have, me and Daniel have extremely strong opinions on Jimmy and Ellie as a potential ship. And Aaron and I also have the same opinions. So mm-hmm. Ellie's introduction to the whole series is getting fake proposed to. What is he doing? He's, like, asking her out. Yeah. He's getting he's asked like- out by Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, I get so angry when I think of that and then that anyway. So Jimmy Jimmy's asking her out and it's really cute and then she's like she starts out very um takes no shit extremely like deadpan like there's a uh, the scene where Paige I think wants uh wants Ellie to move her seat so that Hazel can sit there mm-hmm. and Ellie's like, "Oh, so you want me to move." And Paige is like, "Yeah." And Ellie just doesn't do anything. And Paige is like, <laughs> Hun, I asked you to move. And she's like, Oh, well, you see, I don't answer to you. <laughs> and like, I've always thought that was an excellent introduction to her and mm-hmm. just showing like what uh, w- the kind of character they wanted her to be, which was mm-hmm. somebody who is just um,
1: basically Paige's foil. Yes, I exactly. Say.
0: Exactly. Just super alt alternative, mm-hmm. if you will.
1: Mm-hmm. Um just
0: and doesn't uh adhere to people's standards, which like it, that's the goth mantra of the early two thousands is mm-hmm. people being like anti-establishment. Ah. Um but it's hard to be a true goth when you're 14.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so uh so yeah, that's Ellie's like introduction to the show and it's it sets a very great tone for her being like a takes no shit kind of teenage girl. Mm -hmm. And then we get the episode, which is more of an Ashley episode, but it's one of Ellie's like first ever, like plots that she's mainly featured in, Mm -hmm. which is Ashley wanting to get her belly button pierced because she's seen Ellie's, all of Ellie's piercings and wants to like fit in and like glom onto her, um, her. I love that
1: episode. I remember watching that episode now that you've brought it up. And Mm -hmm. I was like, Wow. Ellie is such a good friend. <laughs> yeah. Like it's such a good, it's a sweet episode. It's really, it's like, because yeah, go it's ahead. one of those things where you don't, where you're like, oh, Ellie's like, uh, fuck the establishment, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then like you kind of stereotype her as this type of person that might be kind of pushy, and right, like, et cetera, right. et cetera. And then it's kind of for, I, I love to deep dive into mm-hmm. like small little things. Um, You've heard me go on my Sharpay Evans yes. tangents. <laughs> um, but it was one of those moments where it was like, oh, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover mm-hmm. because, like, you know, Ashley's a very pushy person. Yeah. Ashley and fucking she's, sucks. <laughs> yeah. She's kind of a shitty friend. Um, yeah. But Ellie is just the complete opposite of that mm-hmm. and has always been super supportive and has – and when a- Ashley was like, hey – I don't want to do this. I'm I'm scared of needles. Ellie was like, okay, you yeah. don't have to. Yeah, and it's like, it's, you
0: think, like we kind of are in the mind, the audience is in Ashley's brain that episode because mm-hmm. like you think, oh, this girl is so cool and like mm-hmm. intense that she only wants to hang out with people who are, her same level which Mm -hmm. is you know an assumption that people will have about a lot of people in their lives regardless of like what their aesthetic is like if you're goth Mm -hmm. you think oh this person only hangs out with goth people or this person only like maybe ashley was thinking oh she only likes me because i now present goth but Mm -hmm. it comes out that ellie was like i don't care if you have piercings or what i think you're a Mm -hmm. cool person and that was like Excellent, excellent. Like,
1: oh, yeah. And I think, I think if Ashley had stuck more around with Ellie, oh, yeah, i'm trying to go back to being like a popular king, yeah, um, she would have been a much cooler character. <laughs> oh, 100%. I 100% agree. Like,
0: like we said, um, when we did the Ashley episode, we mm-hmm. talked about how those couple seasons, so like Ashley and Ellie become really good friends in season two. Mm-hmm. And they and like it progresses through seasons like two and three, but then like everything past, like between seasons four and five, are just devoted to Craig. Like Ashley's yeah. entire character is devoted to Craig, yeah. so we don't get to see her relationship with Ellie like evolve it's, anymore.
1: And it's because uh, Jake e- Eps, 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 Epstein, whatever. Epstein. Mm-hmm. um. It became such a like. I'm assuming at that time he became like the heartthrob. Yeah, that's definitely of just every every teenage girl's like dream. Which mm-hmm. I'm me being a I I don't find unpopular opinion. I don't find him not attractive. Ah, uh, um. I know. Not even when you I see know. him do theater. Not even when I see him do theater. Oh wow. Uh, i know it's an unpopular opinion yeah. but i've always been the type that goes for like the jt's of the world and I the w- toby's see and, i also like...
0: i go for the jt's as well but not when they look like ryan cooley you know what i mean
1: <laughs> see and i think ryan cooley's a cutie his, like, it's something about
0: his teeth that doesn't sit i right mean with i haven't me. seen
1: him recently so i can't he's got say... the brendan
0: Fraser thing going on where he's like you know, gotten a little little bloated and
1: a little bald. But okay. like that's okay. So yeah, it's Steve from Blues Clues and he was in an indie band. So <laughs> that yeah. automatically makes him cool. Um <laughs> anyway, this isn't a Blues Clues podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Back to uh Ellie Nash being the best. Mhm.
0: Yeah. Uh so yeah, that was kind of my first plot point was just Um, Mm -hmm. Ellie being very deadpan, very Mm -hmm. solemn, very quiet. Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, except when she needed to be very intensely Mm -hmm. anti-establishment. And kind of the... It's not a much of a change of a personality, say. Mm -hmm. But they definitely... Like, I've talked about this in the Emma episode. I touched on it uh, when they did it to Caitlin. Where they take their extremely like a girl with extreme ideas right and they Mm -hmm. kind of mold her into a rom-com trope eventually Mm -hmm. which is what happens to ellie as her ships develop and that's not fair but also i feel like ellie would be super boring if she stayed that like deadpan kind of uh yeah kind of a character for the Mm -hmm. duration of her time so
1: part of me feels like this is kind of like a I don't know who to compare her to in television mm-hmm. but where people actually started to really like Ellie mm-hmm. so the writers were like oh shit yeah we should actually make her character <laughs> yeah like when
0: when me and Daniel were rewatching, he um he mentioned that in I think Seasons six and seven, which unfortunately are the worst seasons of the series, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I They just drag on and yeah. on. But um, he mentioned that in seasons six and seven, Ellie's kind of the ingenue, which, mm-hmm. like, is so weird to see. Like, mm-hmm. we've got our high school ingenue with Emma and then our college ingenue with Ellie. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess they did do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Probably because um, her... Well, and
1: Stacey Farber is just, like... Oh, yeah, the most... A- Bay. yeah
0: she's one of the most talented actresses they've ever had
1: 100%. yeah and she's I think she's on like a um hospital show right now where oh. she's playing a lesbian oh love that awesome yeah have
0: you ever seen her uh her audition tape for Degrassi no I it's, should watch it it's on YouTube it's really good ooh,
1: you get and you get ooh. to watch
0: her like take direction and like just and it's like you look at her and you're like oh my god she was 15 or 14 when yeah. she did this it's crazy
1: Ugh. um for listeners who don't know I grew up doing theater for 17 oh, years yeah. so um I think they. I, yeah I uh I really I love getting into like people's acting mm-hmm. and whatnot so yeah that was my first plot point what is your mm-hmm. first plot point my first plot point is talking about her family okay and mm-hmm. her first big plot moment that isn't like obviously the cutting, which we'll get mm-hmm. to eventually. Um, yeah, trigger oh. warning, by the way. Yeah. But I'm gonna talk about her shitty mom and how right. like it first starts off like, oh yeah, her dad's leaving and her mom seems great, and then all of a sudden like when the dad's not around, she's like, stop making a scene, yeah. Eleanor. Yeah. Oh,
0: it's and like that sets the like I've seen that episode so- mm-hmm. more times than I've seen any mm-hmm. other episode on the to- on the mm-hmm. on the show because they they used it at a time where cutting was a huge deal yeah. in mm-hmm. the world and so they aired it as like a PSA often. Yeah. And
1: um yeah. But I'm going to focus more on when af- when she after she had started going to therapy mm-hmm. and um her mom didn't know about her cutting and oh, her right. mom mm-hmm. like um, almost burnt down the house Yeah, because she was drunk. Mm-hmm. I had to do a little refresh on the Degrassi wiki and make sure that it had happened after she was already right. therapy. It, they kind of... Because I was like, it all happened so fast. Yeah, those two plots do, <laughs> do blend together in my brain too. Um, so you see her starting off as, no, she's my mom. Like, I have to be there for her, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. And Sean, who's like, no, like, your mom's shitty. Like, right. come live with me. And... Mm-hmm. Um, it, as someone who grew up in a shitty home environment and who constantly would jump to their parents' defense, it kind of, like, rewatching it, it kind of hit me where I was like, oh, like, this is a really important moment because Ellie had finally hit her breaking point Mm -hmm. and was like, mom, like, I used to cut because of you. Mm -hmm. And because of all of this, like, stress that you put me under. And I think it was a really good moment for her mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, finally stand up to her mom and be like, no, F you, I'm moving yeah. out. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's like... Which,
1: you can do that in Canada? You cannot. I guarantee <laughs> oh. you it was illegal. Okay. <laughs> I,
0: I guarantee like, it was illegal that um... she did that.
1: <laughs>
0: but it happened. Because um, Sean was was legally emancipated. Um, yeah, okay. But Ellie was not. That's right. It was, yeah. you know... It was for the drama, but, like, I loved it. Was it was for the drama. The drama, yes. Um. But
1: it was, for, for me, that's such, like, an important part of mm-hmm. her, like, character, because that was part of the whole, not only, like, yes, standing up for her mom was great, mm-hmm. but I think also the relationship she had with her mom, where she had to take care of her yeah, mom and everything else kind of drove her to take care of everybody else. Mm-hmm.
0: That's definitely
1: everybody else's needs before hers exactly yeah and um i don't i
0: that plot in particular i always wonder like maybe this is just my past trauma coming Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i always wonder how realistic is it that her mom would actually have that come to god moment when she right like i from my experience if (laughs) i did that my parents would Mm -hmm. just be like why why are you (laughs) what you're just dramatic you know what i mean you know
1: I had you know I my and my parents literally my dad literally blocked me on Facebook and emails and everything else when I was like look you're the reason I'm so fucked up right
0: right exactly (laughs) so I I do wonder what how realistic it is that her mom would have that um Mm -hmm. have that moment but I also recognize that it's super important that she that they showed it because it's Mm -hmm. kind of the same idea as like when you have a gay character, how realistic is it that a gay character in fucking rural whatever would come out to his parents and they'd be okay with it? It's, it's, it might not be the most realistic of, uh, of, of outcomes, but it's, it's mm-hmm. important to show just to give that, like, hope, you know? and like, Yeah. I, I suppose. So, yeah, since in, in tandem with that whole, like, standing up to her mom and being like, hey, I'm not going to take care of you anymore – obviously in between that was her whole cutting arc which like I said I have seen that episode more than I've seen any Mm -hmm. other episode on the series and I could probably recite it by heart at this point (laughs) but um but like obviously they brought up cutting as a an extremely topical like Mm -hmm. um issue in the world in the mid 2000s because it was like people it wasn't that teens had just then started doing it it was that parents were becoming aware of it and the internet yeah. was existing so they were mm-hmm. like oh my god children are cutting their skin for like seemingly mm-hmm. no reason um, it's like no there's it's, reasons
1: it's for a reason <laughs> yeah
0: yeah um, and so yeah they brought that out with Ellie which like you know obviously it's a little cliche to do it to your golf character but whatever I would personally have loved to see this happen to ashley <laughs> right <Or> like <laughs> it makes a, it, it makes it would have made a lot of sense to give it to ashley honestly
1: so spoilers doesn't uh darcy also end up cutting at some point darcy cuts as a means of suicide attempt suicide okay yes yeah, yeah, she okay.
0: doesn't cut for for like that for that, controlling For right it's like the one it she yeah. does it like one time to at to to, with intention of killing herself yeah yeah Yeah. okay um
1: yeah i think it would have also been interesting for them to have to have somebody else do it like mm -hmm. like toby
0: to- give Toby an eating disorder and a cutting problem. Yes. <laughs> well, oh, they thought
1: he had an eating disorder. Yeah, That's that was. Right. An he was the uh, first. He the was f- the first eating disorder. It's, yep, he was
0: the first one. But um, they oh, do. We
1: love the OG eating <laughs> disorders. <laughs> <laughs> they do
0: tackle self harm again later twice. I think with okay. both Adam and um I think Zoe. Yeah, Zoe has like a self-burning situation later in the I series. I don't
1: know Zoe yet. Oh, yeah, you don't. I, I think I vague... I think I vague... Adam's the, uh, transgender? Yeah. Gentleman? Yes, yes, he is. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has a whole thing with self-harm, which it's not like a... The plot... The, the self-harm itself isn't a plot, which is another thing to touch on. They never give self-harm itself a plot yeah. again. Yeah. Really. They. They instead tack it on to other issues mm-hmm. which i think is smart of them yeah. you know like yeah. we didn't need an ellie redo we just kind of needed to be mm-hmm. like oh you, if you're suffering from you mm-hmm. know dysphoria or like uh, you know all of these external things this could be a
1: mm-hmm.
0: a, a way that you cope with it that, that is unhealthy yeah um but yeah so ellie is dealing with her mom's alcoholism Mm -hmm. and she's dealing with being a 15, 14 year old girl who Mm -hmm. is taking care of her own mother while her father is fighting in a war and he might die at some point. She's got a lot Mm -hmm. on her shoulders. She comes home. Her mother has been binging. So we're adding things to Ellie's fire alcoholic mom dad in the army we also oh, dad seems like best dad he ever. seems so great and then um poor him later on i know <laughs> and then um also her co-op job with caitlin ryan which oh. is like you know if you're a teenager mm-hmm. trying to get an internship it's a big fucking deal and she's feeling like she's gonna lose it out to her foil page yeah um and so she's just got all of this on her plate and she one day Protractor falls out of her bag and she gets the mm-hmm. idea. And yeah. it's like mm-hmm. ugh, it's just so like hard. And I'm glad
1: that they don't show her doing it. Right, right. Like, like it's not like it's not like a fucking
0: Thirteen Reasons Why situation reasons why. where you have to watch the protractor glide through her skin. Yeah. yeah. Like you just yeah. see it like the first initial like bloop and then it's like you see the blood yeah. kind of Bubble up and then it cuts yeah. away. So you don't have to see the actual, like.
1: Yeah. Slice. Which is a very tasteful way to do that. Yes.
0: Yes. Take
1: um, and- note Selena Gomez. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just be picturing Selena Gomez in the directing chair of months, <laughs> Like <laughs> She produced it, right? She did produce it, yeah. Okay. Uh, but I don't think she had any of those creative uh, liberties. But. Yeah, so that happens to Ellie. She then develops a cutting uh, problem where she's been doing mm. it to cope with her crazy, crazy life. And this is the one thing I love about this series, is that it's always girls supporting girls, <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? It's like in, if a girl is going through shit, another girl is there. To yeah. help her through it, like with the smallest things, like Emma getting her period for the first time, even if she and Paige were our complete opposites and at odds, Paige still mm-hmm. was like, "Here's a fucking pad,"
1: this, you know. <laughs> yeah, this isn't a Paige Michael Chuck episode, which I will be on. Oh yes, I I earned that with your birthday gift. Yeah,
0: we're gonna we're gonna three way with we're gonna three way on Paige. <laughs> Ugh, fine. <laughs>
1: Daniel I also only... has strong
0: opinions. I'm sorry,
1: but like, Paige is there for people like even if she hates them yeah. or they don't get along yeah and I think that was a good like the fact that they end up being roommates later on oh yeah I think it's just it's I don't think they intended it but mm-hmm. like it's a good kind of like little foreshadow it's a great like <laughs>
0: little. it's a great full circle moment yeah, of their for, friendship full circle, yeah because it's like you know in the back of Ellie's mind she must be grateful that Paige like yeah, did mm-hmm. what she did which was she finds Ellie in the bathroom cutting her arm in the sink not in the sink over the sink and Ellie's excuse I don't know I'm so sorry it makes me giggle every time her excuse <laughs> is that there's a rust what did she say it's a rusty paper towel holder or something yeah
1: something like and that,
0: that. The, the, <laughs> the custodian really needs to come in and fix it and yeah. Paige is like Bullshit. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. And so I'm getting emotional just thinking about it, but that could also be because of my uterus. Yeah. But same. like, my favorite moment is when Paige is like, Ellie, show me your, show me arm.
0: your arm. I it do a makes, great Paige impression.
1: It, it <laughs> makes me like every single time I see that or mm-hmm. hear that, it always like sends a chill down my yeah, spine. and it so... makes me. It makes me so emotional. Yeah, it's
0: really it's a it's a super raw scene because it's like yeah. she's like, Ellie, show me your arm. Cause you know you can feel Paige being f- scared for Ellie. And it's like yeah. you know, yeah. we've all had that experience where it's like you you're an as an
1: empath. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Paige Michael Chuck and empath. <laughs> she I bet she can Actually
1: empath. though. Like yeah,
0: I could see Paige in twenty twenty claiming empath. Like, she might not have in the early 2000s, but she definitely does now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, But, yeah, and then she, you know, Paige, after having gone through her own trauma um, Mm -hmm. earlier in the season? No, this Mm -hmm. is season three, right? So the season before Paige had gone through her own trauma and knows that therapy is good, she refers Ellie to Miss Sauve and Mm -hmm. Ellie starts a dialogue with it. And it's. I think that episode ends not like it it's like isn't she in Sobe's office and then I think um, she doesn't speak and Sobe is like that's okay we don't have to talk about it right now
1: are you sure that's not like the beginning of the next episode
0: okay maybe because
1: I think the ending of that episode ends like any other episode where a teen's going to therapy and like they walk in the the office office. (laughs) and the door closes
0: yeah probably that makes more sense (laughs) but um yeah so like it starts or on
1: like a weird like still shot where like they're the most it's the most awkward oh screenshot. yeah i love the
0: screenshots <laughs> the freeze frame is iconic
1: yeah i was
0: so sad when they took them away in season 10 Ugh. but rip yeah r.i.p the 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 freeze frame um but yeah so like the so it at least opens up the dialogue for ellie and then it's it's like we know that it's not gonna be a cut and dry episode we know that this issue will stick with her for Mm -hmm. the rest of her time on the show and it does mostly she
1: as she as she says to um craig 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 later on where she's like i will always be a cutter Mm -hmm. no matter how much like and you're always going to be bipolar yeah even though i argue with that (laughs) diagnosis hi i'm a psych major as well um (laughs) I argue with that diagnosis, but I'm not going to be on the Craig episode, so I just need to put it out there I just now.
0: Think, I think what it is, is like, bipolar was the umbrella term that was popular in the early 2000s. Yeah. Like, yeah. sure, there might have been um, other like, facets of it, mm-hmm. but like, they were definitely like, we gotta do what people are gonna recognize.
1: Yeah, which um, is bipolar.
0: Yeah. Oh, can I interject one tiny oh, little yes. plot nugget? Yes. Is when, um, we, going back to her mom and her standing mm-hmm. up to her mom. <gasps> yeah. The what the episode where she uh is when she's gambling, right? To yeah. um she's trying to
1: Mhm. Uh, she is it's when a lot going up, on
0: in that episode. When she
1: ends up forgiving her mom and right. Alex is she wants Alex to move in with her cuz she's right. sad cuz Sean is gone. Yes.
0: And-, and yeah, and her mom is like, "Eleanor, please move back." And Ellie's like, "Fuck no." Like, "You, you know, uh you've been Mm -hmm. a source of stress for me my entire life yeah and that
1: hit that hit home for me Mm -hmm. it's a great (laughs) I was like yeah it's it's a great where it's like her mom actually was like you know, had actually worked on yeah. herself and had been sober and, mm-hmm. and et then, cetera, et cetera. And I,
0: I think it's important to see that we get to see Ellie be a little shit a little bit that episode. Because yeah. we watched it and we were, Which, know... I mean,
1: she becomes more of a, like, a little shit later on when <laughs> yeah. she hits college. Yeah. But... <laughs> we, when we watched
0: it, this recent rewatch. As an adult, it's so different to watch that plot. Because I remember being Mm -hmm. a teenager and being like, of course she wouldn't move back with her mom. Like, that's, like, of course, like she she deserves, her mother deserves to be treated this way. And Mm -hmm. now as an adult, it's like, yeah, she might deserve it, but there comes a point when you can recognize that someone is Mm -hmm. attempting to change and Mm -hmm. attempting to get back into your good graces the way you want them to. So, Whereas,
1: like if they don't change yeah screw them mm-hmm. fuck the police like yeah <laughs> fuck your parents <laughs> anyway yeah that was that was a good i actually meant to mention that earlier mm-hmm. but then i yeah
0: it's a it's it,
1: it's a little tiny plot nugget that we
0: oftentimes mm-hmm.
1: forget about Ellie's mm-hmm. character
0: but i've always really really um, yeah. really liked it and you know mm-hmm. the kind of we Degrassi always almost always has characters who are either kicked out of their homes or leave their homes Mm -hmm. go back because they've reconciled with their parents Mm -hmm. probably for reasons of like we don't want to encourage runaways and shit (laughs) yeah um but yeah you can go to your next plot
1: point yeah so my next plot point um we're skipping into the college years because other than that I don't believe she has much going on yeah in, like, no her school she doesn't really. um, like she kind of has she's... minus minus she has some craig drama yeah
0: but her here her versus manny mm-hmm. craig drama um supporting jimmy those are kind of supporting her season, jimmy that's her season five basically
1: yeah um because yeah um so we're gonna move forward to when she has this awful boyfriend fucking jesse Uh, we'll get him at that point at that point he's not that awful Mm -hmm. um i will argue he wasn't that awful at first Mm -hmm. kind of a little like red flagsy here yes but like everybody has those red flags (laughs) um but craig comes back yes from vancouver yes what's it what's the title episode of episode what's it like to be a ghost or something like that something like that yeah um and he seems to be in a good place mm-hmm. and then he has dinner and he invites manny yep and they find out she finds out that he's doing coke cocaine cocaine hey <laughs> um and then Manny does it with him because mm-hmm. she's like she's insecure because Ellie's great, so obviously right. she should be insecure. <laughs> um, and he blames Manny, mm-hmm. which is shitty, <sighs> fucking yeah. shitty,
0: but also addict behavior.
1: Yeah. Um. And then later Manny breaks up with him, and Ellie's like, and she's, and she's like, you need to keep an eye on Craig because he's a coke addict, and mm-hmm. she's like, ha funny because he said it was you (laughs) and then um craig
0: i have a question for you yes yes. do you think that ellie genuinely thought the coke was manny's or that she was just trying to um you know give craig the benefit of the doubt
1: with how quickly she went to Craig and was like, "Stop fucking lying to mm-hmm. me and tell me the truth, I think it was more, a, uh, oh, I've been in love with this guy for like three years, and she doesn't. and know. I mm-hmm. don't want him want to see like anything bad with this guy you right know, I've seen mm-hmm. i've I've helped him through his bipolar stuff. I yeah, like, and et cetera, et cetera. yeah, she was and wearing so, her
0: rose-colored glasses and being like, "Yeah, basically." Cocaine? Of course it
1: belongs to the girl that My I My good boy? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she try- she's like, okay, well, come to therapy again. It'll be good for you. And then he shows mm, up but doesn't go but in. But doesn't go, yeah. Yeah, and then later she finds him doing coke again, I believe. Mm-hmm. She brings him along to, like, uh, to an interview. And then he manages to... Do some kind of song for this band. I yeah. don't remember the band. I think they were. Um,
0: my brain is saying Third Eye Blind. I think that's wrong.
1: Three Probably. Doors Down. No, that is not it. No, it not Three Doors Down. No, were Three Doors Down was the was the. I took Who were these
0: guys? Maybe know. it was Third Eye Blind. I don't know. Maybe it was anyway. a band. It was an actual band in the Kryptonite. world. Kryptonite. That's that's the name of that song.
1: Um. And she finds him doing coke again, or she finds the coke, mm-hmm. and she, or she sees him, or both, um, and she's like, no, I'm not going to give this back to you, and he's like, Ellie, why are you doing this, like, why are you, why are you, et cetera, et cetera, and she's like, you know why, don't make me say it. Yeah. And then he's like, Ellie, I love you. And she's like, I love you too. And And then they make out
0: fucking it's a manipulation. And then he
1: pulls away and he's like, just give me the Coke and I'll stop. Mm -hmm. It'll it'll be my last time and it'll stop. And it's that moment where she realizes like, Oh, he's been manipulating me this whole time. Yeah. Because he's known how I felt about him. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it's such a good moment for her. Yeah. Because she did spend, like, she passed over Jimmy Brooke <laughs> for <laughs> Craig Manning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she spent a lot
0: of time up Craig's ass.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and just thinking he's the greatest person ever, and he's not.
0: Yeah, Uh, the band was taking back Sunday. I have done a Google search. Taking back
1: Sunday. Taking back Sunday. Uh,
0: But yeah, yeah, that plot really it is you know a low point. We're gonna talk. We're gonna deep dive ships in a little bit, but oh, are we?
1: we are gonna deep dive so hard yes (laughs)
0: submarines um (laughs) we're gonna yeah we'll deep dive ships in a little bit but like i think that is an excellent low point for Mm -hmm. craig and ellie where you do see how the toxicity is there yeah um and that craig can't be good to any woman (laughs) yeah yeah
1: Craig should just become a monk, <laughs> as, as he jokes about in season Yeah, three. I thought, I was like,
0: I think that's a joke he's actually made. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I, I, I do love that whole episode, because it is a great turning point. I also love, this is like just from a storytelling standpoint, that mm-hmm. the first, what's it be like, what's it, what is the title, what's it like to be a ghost? the first part of it is from Manny's point of view, and Mm -hmm. the second part of it is from Ellie's, which I think is so like, cool.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And like, I just, I love the moment, I think, in Rip, during Liberty's party, where Ellie's like, hey, Manny, you know, I'm sorry that I blamed you for these things, and mm-hmm. Craig manipulated both of us. And I think that was a good moment for them. That
0: party where JT um, dies is pretty oh. much. <laughs> it I is, literally, yeah. It is pretty much where Manny and Ellie's like, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, what's that word? <laughs> closure. <laughs> That's where yeah. their closure is. Um, yeah, and it, it's nice. It's a nice yeah. little bow on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I yeah, I've always enjoyed that those two episodes. And it's just mm-hmm. from a storytelling standpoint, so rude of them to be like, here's two fun episodes about Craig being on Coke in a fun love triangle and then immediately murdering JT York uh, <laughs> right after. Uh, so, okay, um, what else do I have? We are, oh, the third one. I'll just kind of vaguely touch on Ellie's relationship with journalism
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> as my third one then because i so ellie has kind of the most clear career path from any other character from the very mm-hmm. beginning like she starts out on the school paper she's covering emma's like um what's it called her gmo food situation mm-hmm. she's like she does her co-op with caitlin ryan who is like a very popular ec- um eco-journalist she like like i said she starts out always on the school paper then she goes to where do they go they go to tu right toronto university yeah in season six she goes to college and starts writing on the core which is apparently like a really prestigious uh college newspaper weirdly in toronto Mm -hmm. but um i always thought that ellie's like desire to report and like be that impartial third party Mm -hmm. is such a like is so exemplary of like her character because Mm -hmm. she does stand on the outskirts and observe a lot Mm -hmm. and it's um and she's very like logical person so she's able to report on things that are just you know straight Blank, like straight facts rather than letting her emotions get too far in the way, which mm-hmm. is probably a fun mirror to like her actual life, because she, while she can sit here and be an impartial journalist mm-hmm. who is giving like f- spitting facts and, you know, proving points in her real life she does indeed let her emotions (laughs) go really far but even though she like doesn't want anyone to know she's got these like big strong feelings she still is hopeless over boys and like like we can talk about this more when I talk about her and Marco but one of my favorite things is when she like she just presents so like she presents so punk and like punk rock and like not caring about what anyone thinks but then when she like she and marco i think it was when she has like the little party or she goes to a little party at like ashley's house or something and she Mm -hmm. takes marco upstairs and she tries to kiss him and he's like whoa whoa, whoa, what are you doing and she's like do you think i'm and then you just see it flash in her face that she hates what she's about to say but she's like do you think i'm hot (laughs) (laughs)
1: like she's same ellie (laughs)
0: yeah like she does she desperately does not want to let on that people that she cares what people think about her
1: and I I read that as a more of a I'm insecure Mm -hmm. thing
0: it yeah it's definitely that it's both at the same time because it's like she doesn't want Marco to know she's insecure about anything and she doesn't want him she especially doesn't want him to think to think that she cares about looking hot to anyone but like you're a teenage girl regardless of Mm -hmm. your your aesthetic or your like way of life you Mm -hmm. kind of are like Living for the gaze of people that you care about. The um, gaze, yeah, the gaze. I'm also living <laughs> for the gaze. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't at this point? Yeah, but yeah, like I've always thought that Ellie's um, career choice as a journalist, while her her life is so like ruled by her emotions and the emotions of people mm-hmm. around her, is like such a fun. Uh, mirror to each other yeah
1: and this is actually a really good segue Mm -hmm. into my final point Mm -hmm. where she did let her emotions get the better of her yes so and we're going to talk about alcoholism kids yep Um, we talked about cocaine addiction (laughs) now alcoholism alcoholism so from what i remember from my quick overview of wiki yes Ellie's going through a lot. Yes, she, her, her boyfriend. She and her boyfriend grew, broke up because so this they is were... DeGrassi
0: goes Hollywood. Yes,
1: is no, this happens of? before. Degrassi oh, Goes Oh, right, when Jesse kisses
0: yeah. Caitlin.
1: Yeah, when they when they Fuck. like make out and are basically mm-hmm. like fucking. In Disgusting. Her, in... Yeah, I forgot that involved yeah. alcoholism. Yeah, so she uh, she ends up. Turning to alcohol and Marco at the time is like Ellie. Like, Mm -hmm. are you like you have a hangover? This is weird. Like, you should be concerned because your mom. And I love it because before people saw like addiction as a uh, as a mental illness, like as an Mm -hmm. actual illness, like it's good that they brought it up. Ellie ends up turning to alcohol to kind of cope, Mm -hmm. and then she finds her boyfriend. Macking out with, so she she ends up getting Caitlyn to come do a piece because I yes. not, did she just become the head like journalist. So it's um, like I think Jesse's about to
0: pass down his torch. Yeah, and Ellie and Eric were fighting over it.
1: Yeah, um, and so she turns to alcoholism, and then she finds her boyfriend macking out with Caitlyn, Caitlyn Ryan, who is like her idol like her mentor her mentor there we go that's the right Mm -hmm. word um and there she's supposed to do this big old interview and she ends up like drinking three glasses of wine and like extra alcohol and when she goes up on stage this is when she lets her emotions get the better of her because she can't keep it together and Mm -hmm. i believe she says um how how could you sleep with my boyfriend and yeah. something like that? And then ends up walking off the stage. And then the best part is
0: when she starts to walk off and she takes the mic off of her the little tail mm-hmm. of her blazer. Yeah. And she just walks slut and then throws it down. Yep. <laughs> um,
1: and later Caitlin's like, I didn't know he was your boyfriend. I never would have done mm-hmm. that. Like again, women supporting women. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. but and then We don't hear much about her alcoholism again until Degrassi goes Hollywood, where, again, Craig pulls his bullshit and, like, gets close with Ellie Mm -hmm. and rekindles these feelings. And then Ellie finds out he has a girlfriend. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she starts drinking again, and she's on the beach, and she's crying, and then she tries to commit suicide. Yes. Yes. Though that's up to interpretation. And she she tries to commit suicide. She walks Let's into the ocean fully clothed. Well, she... <laughs> Read but, into that what you will. Okay, okay. But she also states earlier in the movie... I I loved this movie. Mm-hmm, she also states too. earlier in the movie that she doesn't know how to swim. Yeah. So she purposefully walks out into the ocean where she can't swim. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: fully clothed in those those the pants like she's wearing like a pair of like dress pants like slacks yeah they look so heavy yeah like i just every time i watch it i'm like oh and especially because like she's
1: avoiding her dad because her dad has ptsd yes and everything else so she has a lot going on in this craig bullshit like that's what see i think her dad is the big oh yeah thing in
0: like degrassi goes hollywood because just to fight for craig a little bit here he doesn't lead her on. No, they ju- like he caught up with her the way you would catch up with an old friend yeah. if you ran into them in the middle of Hollywood.
1: Yeah. So
0: it's it's not his fault that she was catching feelings again. But he, in that particular instance,
1: but he also admits, like, says that, oh, now that she's back, like things are all wonky with him and mm-hmm. like his feelings and whatnot. So mm-hmm. it's just a it's just a big old hot mess. And I think yeah, I think and the, at that time it was good. To, for them to actually kind of bring back the alcoholism in her life mm-hmm. and like it was a great yeah it, it was a good full circle moment and mm-hmm. it also showed like how much her friends actually care about her and oh, like yeah. take take a take <sighs> words are not <laughs> coming out of my mouth <laughs> but they actually they actually care and Like, pay attention to what
0: she goes through, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. They (laughs) hoist her out of the ocean. Yes. And uh, save her life, essentially. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a great... And then
1: she and Craig end up making out again, I think.
0: In the airport. In the airport. It's my favorite scene. It made me cry when I first watched it. (laughs) Um. Yeah, like that's. Mm -hmm. I think Ellie's whole arc is just beautiful. It is
1: absolutely beautiful, and it's. I think it's one of the most like well thought out mm -hmm. character arcs. Yeah,
0: one hundred percent. I think those like the way they end their characters is is so nice, and then they do the movies as like a nice send off. Mm -hmm. You know, like we get a couple more like big dramatic moments out of them, and then Mm -hmm. it's like okay, cool. You know, same with same thing happened with Emma. Um, and like all of those characters, mm-hmm. so yeah, Ellie. Ellie just she's just a her her arc is so like beautifully realized, mm-hmm. and like they definitely did her some justice, yeah. which cannot be said about a lot of these other characters. Yeah. Um, so I guess we can delve on into her ships. We've yes. already you know like hit them a little bit, but mm-hmm. might as well.
1: So we're we gonna start with number one ship. Yeah,
0: we're gonna go. Cons- is that the word consecutively? Yeah, yeah. we're gonna go consecutively. <laughs> um, so we're gonna start with Marco. Yeah, he's he is. It's weird to think, but like he was her first ship and which, her which first is love. Funny
1: because like I think she mentions that like J- uh, Jesse was her first, was her second boyfriend, and I'm like, hello, um, you dated you d- Marco. <laughs> you
0: dated Marco. Plot twist: she was counting Marco and not Sean. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know the boy that uh, she lived with it's fine you know how to how to
0: ferret with though okay we'll get there when we get there but yeah, yeah. i just i have yeah so ellie and marco he obviously started out their relationship probably unawares that he was fully a homosexual yes <laughs> i almost was so mean i almost was like how does that feel <laughs> <laughs> But um, so yeah, Ellie and Marco. So they eventually, she, because you know she really likes him, and she does wait around for a long time for him to quote unquote make up his mind. Yeah, and eventually his mind is made up, and he's like, "Look, (laughs) I don't like women," and so she then has to um live with that. Yeah, and
1: she's like sad about it, and then she's like, "Eh, "Okay."
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then she is a great friend, and is like, "Look, I." Value your friendship more than anything else. So, guess this is what we're doing. Uh, See,
1: boys, the friend zone does not exist. It doesn't. because just because you have feelings for someone doesn't mean that they owe you anything. Exactly. And so, yeah, Ellie and Marco's
0: relationship then blossoms into just a very great relationship or a great friendship. And that I think is what happened with her and Ashley. Now that I'm now that I'm thinking about it, like we like there, I was wondering why those few seasons. Ellie and Ashley weren't as close as I as they should be. It's Mm -hmm. because Ellie and Marco
1: got way closer. Yeah, and Ashley, which you know, balls deep in Craig. Well, and her dad's Mm -hmm. too. So like. Like I think, I think she mentioned to Ellie. Like I think Marco's gay because yeah. I have a gay dad, so I obviously yeah. know. <laughs> and remember when <laughs> Paige did this
0: to me, and I poured milkshake on her. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm expecting you to not pour milkshake on me, even though I deserve it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but so Ellie and Marco's relationship then blossoms into like this gorgeous, gorgeous friendship mm-hmm. that then devolves into. Um, My emotional support, gay best friend, which I can relate to heavily. Yeah, (laughs) like I that episode where um, Ellie and Marco—I think it's like one of their final like send-off episodes. No, I believe that is
1: the final. That I believe that is the send-off episode. Mm -hmm. It's the one
0: where it's the same one where she kisses Paige in the kitchen. Oh, because it's the night before, which is my
1: honorable mention for this ship. uh, Oh, yeah. It's because it's it's great. It's that whole
0: moment is so fun, but like th- the reason,
1: weird. yeah, that was weird and, and bacony. bacon-y? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, the reason she kisses Paige in the kitchen. Is because the night before, she and Marco make out and as al- full adults.
1: Yeah, and almost have sex. which it's means so weird. Which means Marco had a boner for like, what? Ew! <laughs> if Jimmy can't even get
0: a boner for Ashley, what is Marco <laughs> doing getting a boner for Ellie? It like, ew! Mean,
1: it just means Ellie is bae. Because, <laughs> because Spinner got a boner from Ellie. Just, like like bumping into her <laughs> truly honestly a concept but yeah like um it's, a, it's, it's, it's a redhead
0: thing man <laughs> i could see that mm-hmm. but like it's just that i love that uh um, yeah that whole thing because it's like you can't depend on, on each other for everything yeah like at least with daniel and i we have kissed on the mouth for a show and we both would never want to go back yeah <laughs>
1: Daniel and I have kissed on the mouth, not for a show, <laughs> and for a show, and I would not go back. Yeah, yeah. So that I think that shows we're a little
0: healthier than this. Yeah. But, but yeah, like I just love that Ellie and Marco got so close, and then they were like, "Look," because it's healthy to then reevaluate how you know how you might um, mm-hmm. depend upon the people in your life and whether or yeah. not that inconvenience oh, is a- you or them. Ellie and Marco were just lovely as friends and, like, so healthy and mm-hmm. reflective on each other and just,
1: Until you know, the end were...
0: where things started to get a little more, like,
1: okay, we're kind of tired of each other. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, like, that's healthy, too. Yeah. To just be, like, you know, we've been attached at the hip for so long, like, mm-hmm. it might be time to take some space. Yeah. Uh, which is what happens. They end up moving out. Yeah. And and they get to live separately yeah. for a while, which I think is really great of them. And then it goes to show, like, when they do come back into Degrassi goes Hollywood, nothing's really changed. Yeah.
1: And Aww, it's that lovely. Makes me emotional. Yeah, right? <laughs> because like, it's us. <laughs> yeah. Um, for those of you who yeah. don't know, I live in Washington. <laughs> yeah, we live very, very far
0: apart. Yeah. And it's hard mm-hmm. to maintain friendships Ooh. when you're, you know, outside of each other's mm-hmm. line of sight. But, like, when it's true friendship, you guys get to you know. Oh, you're you're always, always
1: there. I am too hormonal for this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, um, so that Marco and Ellie, wonderful ship, mostly friendship, but also like yes. very sweet, yes. um, very sweet as like you know first loves situation, mm-hmm. first first kiss, first all of things. Which I mean, things.
1: it r- really wasn't. It was a first like friendship love, and right. I think I think mm-hmm. it was always like that. Just Ellie was like, oh, yeah. this boy is giving me attention. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> next is my f- my second favorite,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Sean and Ellie. I love Sean and Ellie. Yeah. What are your opinions on Sean and Ellie? They're,
1: I think they're too like it was too obvious. Interesting. Okay. You know, I yeah, think I it can was, see that. I think be, because it happened during the Breakfast Club episode, I think it was mm-hmm. too. I think it was too obvious. I think for like I I think they're great. I. I think it was, I think it's just like Jimmy and Hazel, where it was like, mm-hmm. oh, obviously, like they would f- work well together. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Um, and whereas because it was a Breakfast Club episode, it would have made so much more sense for, it's another, it's another like thing because she would have been the quote unquote basket case. Basket case, yeah. For her and Jimmy to, you know, get together. <laughs> right, right. Um, is that what happens? That is what happens, huh? Yeah, in the that breakfast They club, set her up
0: with the, with the jock.
1: Yeah, and then it would have made a great thing for to have Sean and Hazel just like, oh. out of the blue. That Give one. Hazel something other right?
0: than what she was given, 100%. Yeah, Sean and Ellie, they begin this relationship with this kind of... Uh, oh. oh, well, it's because she's... It, it was... It was born off of a, off of a fabrication mm-hmm. because she was, like, pretending to be in detention. Yeah. She wasn't really there. and um, She was she, there to
1: figure out who had stolen s- snakes, uh, snake's laptop because mm-hmm. he was going through chemo. Right. Aww. And it
0: turned out to be Sean, and she got his confession on tape, didn't mm-hmm. she? Yeah. And he found out and was like, you used me, and then, like, crushed her tape and yeah. stuff. And then, then that that's when they get together, right? Yeah. When she gives him the tape and they get together and they end up shacking up, which is, yeah. like, so scandalous for high oh, school. Oh, scandalous. But fuck. they don't fuck, weirdly. Yeah, like, she's a I, virgin? I hate that. Like, when they, them in, inserting um virginity where it does not need to be yeah. is my biggest pet peeve. They do that with Sav and Holly J. It's not virginity at that point, but it's, like, when Sav and Holly J have been dating for, like, over a, like almost an entire school year, mm-hmm. and Holly J is like sick, and Shantae's like, You're not pregnant, are you? And, Sh- and Holly J's like, No, Sav, and I don't. And I'm like, What in what world? Like, they're so sexy <laughs> the whole time. Like, how are you not? Yeah, anyway. But that's kind of how it felt with Sean and Ellie, where it was like they live together, yeah. And you expect me to believe they were living, they were sleeping well, in like, separate I'm sure, bre- beds.
1: And, well, I'm sure they weren't sleeping in separate beds, but I'm sure that there's some kind of like. Oh, he was still in love with with Emma this whole time. Uh, uh, gross. Yeah, <laughs> but like Which, I mean, I I, 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 I. So when I first started watching Degrassi, I didn't understand the whole Sean hype, and now yeah. I do. I think Sean, especially also gets better with age. because he has long hair oh yeah oh, Sean in long. season
0: six peak Sean
1: yeah ooh, like I just I get I get
0: winded just <laughs> thinking about it I like Sean in season six who stresses me out mm-hmm. but um like I, I think Sean also had a, a second bedroom in that apartment probably we were, like
1: a two-bedroom
0: apartment for a 15-year-old emancipated boy no yeah. way but like whatever um he did I Canadians. think say that he had Socialism, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> but I think he did mention having a second bedroom that she could take over. Yeah, uh, whether whether she actually used it is anybody's guess. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, Sean and Ellie are really sweet while yeah. they're together. It's unfortunate, I think, that they get together almost right before the shooting happens and then he leaves. Yeah, because, isn't that exactly what happens?
1: Yeah. So they get together and then the shooting happens and he doesn't want to admit that he has PTSD and that he's mm-hmm. and he's like, "No, I'm cool." And she's like, "No, yeah. you're you're not."
0: <laughs> yeah. And then, they and go, then he goes yeah,
1: they <laughs> to go, Wasega. Yeah, and I think it's Jay, Emma and Ellie who all mm-hmm. go.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting. Degrassi does a great job of this in later seasons where they show the um, impact of uh, multiple traumas on top of each other um, Mm -hmm. and how it might impact characters. Like, Maya does this late, like, in Next Class where it's like, oh, she dealt with, like, three deaths in one year Mm -hmm. and all of this stuff that leads her to having, like, an obsession with death. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think... They they didn't mean to do this with Ellie, but when they went to Wasega and Sean um, was on the the motorbike. the What was that? What are those called? Yeah. The, the, water,
1: a, yeah, the water, water thingy?
0: The water cycle
1: m- thingy. <laughs> the we water are so, motorcycle. We're so sporty. <laughs> the water motorcycle. Jet ski. The jet ski. Sean gets... <laughs>
0: Gets on the jet ski and he he's riding on it and he falls off. They have to. He then has to be saved by the boy that he deafened. Um and. <laughs> you and you're led to believe like sean was out there potentially trying to kill himself yeah and ellie does the same thing years <gasps> later That's Like right! she walks oh my God. out into the ocean and it's that kind of layered trauma of remembering mm-hmm. like of you know when you have trauma all on mm-hmm. top of each other kind of regressing back into those uh yep. things that you might have lived through or seen in your past oh yeah for sure (laughs) Uh, but yeah like that was I I always those two moments always seemed so close to each Mm -hmm. other to me especially considering she was dating Sean at the time yeah it's it's so unfortunate that we didn't see more of them
1: yeah because they were probably like one of the least toxic relationships oh,
0: that the grassy has had, like, it, like especially for Ellie in particular, like, Sean yeah. was probably her most healthy relationship. Yeah. Um. So speaking of healthy relationships, let's t- let's <laughs> go into fucking Jesse, or we can sl- we can give a small shout out to Jimmy and Ellie. Uh, that <sighs> the ship that should have been
1: it really should have imagine <sighs> all of the shit that wouldn't have happened exactly if, exactly if jelly had happened if see i think jimmy and ellie
0: is jilly and then Jesse and ellie is jelly uh, okay. you know what i mean Yeah. Okay, so jilly okay. if jilly had happened jelly mm-hmm. wouldn't have happened and yeah. we would have been spared
1: <laughs> and and you know what we would have had we would Ellie probably wouldn't have been a virgin anymore.
0: Yep, because <laughs> Jimmy ev- would have gotten it up for her.
1: Yeah, because Ellie is a boner giver. <laughs> <laughs> She's out here just <laughs> giving boners. <laughs> Ellie, the boner giver. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like
0: Jimmy and Ellie should have happened. We've talked about it in the Jimmy my, episode.
1: Uh, yeah, and my fa- my favorite moment, my favorite uh, Jilly moment is uh, when like he they're they're in the band together and like Mm -hmm. I think she like drops her drumstick or something Mm -hmm. and like they both reach down and grab it and then they're like look at each other oh yeah oh it was my favorite moment and I'm like and you didn't go for it because of Craig because of Craig Manning who's
0: not even here yeah uh, but Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been it would have been really sweet and really unexpected. And just, yeah. you know, the 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 athlete guy and the goth girl, I think would have been yeah. a cute. It um been
1: super cute. Mm-hmm. Especially because he hit on her. Like, yeah.
0: I we know I love when things come full circle. Like that would have mm-hmm. been such a cute full circle moment. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, we touching on Jilly and then so her college boyfriend is just <sighs>
1: And it's just, it's, it's
0: not even, like, like I said. Season this isn't six... going
1: to be the first time I say this on an episode. Okay. But Polly Amory would have fixed <laughs> all of So
0: this. much. <laughs> yeah, and just, season six and seven already were just dragging seasons. Like, they just yeah. are fucking morose. And, like, yeah. you can't, and they're just, it's impossible to get through them almost. Mm-hmm. But, like, especially considering how much time we give to Ellie and Jesse when mm-hmm. he, it's, like, As an adult, like, he's not even that cute. (laughs) No, he's not cute at all. (laughs) Like, and, like, as an adult, looking back even now, like, it's, like, 25 years old, we're looking back, like, you're 18, don't go after that senior. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't go after the 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 23 year old guy who is your boss yeah like it's gross there are so many wrong things with it like not only the you know like the age gap isn't a huge deal but it's like you know it's a sizable age gap where being a fresh high school grad is totally different Mm -hmm. like than being a soon-to-be college grad yeah and uh yeah like she you just don't do it like yeah the age gap the fact that he's her boss gross. gross gross all around um and just that he cheats on her twice jesse's just the fucking worst and like we talked about this uh we we didn't really talk about it because i had just mentioned it in the jimmy episode but like he calls her frosh all the time which frosh. like nicknames are cute and stuff mm-hmm. but if your whole nickname is your is uh them power playing you like
1: reminding you you're young and small yeah disgusting yeah absolutely I love it when she's like oh yeah and you can start calling me Ellie now yes
0: which I'm I'm no longer fucking frosh
1: hell (laughs) yes Ellie you should have done that a long time ago (laughs) yeah like it was just gross I hate I hate Jesse yeah he's the worst like I don't like Crelly, which mm-hmm. I'm sure is our, our next point. Yes. Um, because apparently that's their his her end game.
0: It's, it's up in the air, you know, it's up in the air. They don't mention any like uh, when, when Craig comes back all those like three times, they don't mention him being with Ellie at all. Yeah. So maybe um, not, but um I um, I personally really like Crelly, not like in from a healthy relationship standpoint. <laughs> but yeah. like from a like from a teen drama standpoint i think they're a great mm-hmm. dynamic where yeah. it's like that I, would have I, been I, so explosive
1: mm-hmm.
0: like if I it had actually happened mm-hmm. yeah exactly like i appreciate their relationship and i appreciate the will they want will they won't they they're kind of the um the the the, the joey and caitlin of the yeah. new series where mm-hmm. it's like they're off and on, off and on, and like he's an asshole. <laughs> and you're Which, like, she deserves better. Caitlin
1: has a habit of just making out with people. Yeah, she
0: does. So anyway.
1: <laughs> so yeah. Crelly. Craig and Ellie. Um mm-hmm. I yeah, I
0: think from a drama standpoint they're great. And like it's it's one of those it's a ship that really shows Ellie's, you know, deepest insecurities of like her constantly feeling like she needs to fix people and be there for people and like, Mm -hmm. um, latch and like leech on to people for when, you know, holding on to them when they aren't doing the same for her. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, you know, it's a great indicator of her mental state.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. Agreed. As someone who likes to help people Mm -hmm. almost too much and who does put, who, it's getting better because therapy is mm-hmm. great but who used to basically just put everybody else before them like it is a good representation of that mm-hmm. and-, and conversely not conversely yeah conversely on Craig's
0: side it also shows his inability to accept real feelings and real love and mm-hmm. like because I would argue that Manny's relationship with Craig is based on infatuation and yeah. like, sexual chemistry Yeah, whereas um it's I can hard. agree with that. Yeah, and it's hard for Craig as, like, a survivor of, of abuse yeah. to fully accept when somebody
1: loves oh, him. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. it's like... Like, okay, I'm not a Craig Manning stan, <laughs> but I do I do appreciate it not only from a psych- psychology mm-hmm. standpoint, being able to have the, like, having that discussion, like, yeah, people have mental illnesses, like, yeah. Uh, trying to break that that stigma. Yeah, yeah. As someone who comes from a home of n- not physical but mental mm-hmm. abuse, like it is really hard for for people like me mm-hmm. to um accept like yeah, people are people love you and care about you just because you're you and not right. because like not because of whatever reason and Yeah. Truly, that's something that I that I'm actually going working through with my therapist in my Mm -hmm. current relationship. Yeah, like and just like
0: the Craig Manny Ellie love triangle is Mm -hmm. so interesting to me because like that episode, the band episode when Mm -hmm. when Ellie throws the the drumstick, drumstick. (laughs) when Ellie throws the drumstick at Manny's head, Uh um, it that whole episode is so coded. Like a, a romantic comedy situation where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's invited his his ex to be in the band. And... <gasps> That's the
1: monk episode. That's yeah, it he is. talks about being a monk. <laughs> yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> and Ellie and like you, you just see Craig going between Ellie and Manny, like Ellie and Manny, and you just you just know like from the beginning you're like, oh, he's gonna pick Ellie at the end of this, right? Because yeah. Manny's being shallow and like all of this stuff. But then he ends up kissing Manny, like. On the front porch of uh, Snake and Spike's house, yeah. While she's wearing that ugly grandma dress, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, what happened here? Like you, yeah. You would think that it would that what? he would have chosen Ellie, and it's like it's you just you know he's gonna pick Ellie at the end of that, and then he doesn't, and yeah. you think why not? And it's be- probably because he's falling back into uh, a pattern that he's familiar with, right? Yeah. With Manny, which is oh, I know Manny thinks that I'm hot shit. So, might as well make her dreams come true and mm-hmm. save her from this hell year that she's having. Yeah, because this was right after her like booby scandal.
1: Oh um, yes, the terrible hair. Yeah, the, the this is my hair. least favorite hair. I mm-hmm. love the hair she has now with the bangs and the long and like probably extensions. Oh yeah, I, Oh yeah, you're there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're at the
0: the good hair moment for Manny. Yes. Yeah, and uh, Emma. And oh, yeah, they're all their hair got real good in season six. Um, But yeah, like I that's those are my reasons for loving Craig and Ellie. Oh, Mm -hmm. and then hmm, Degrassi goes Hollywood. So you don't you don't know what happens with like how Craig and Ellie, quote unquote, get together at the end of Degrassi. Kind
1: of. It's been a while since I watched the movie. It's
0: it's nothing huge. Like it's really the last few seconds of the film Mm. where she sees him off at the um, at the airport and oh
1: it's like a full circle moment where yeah she sent him off before Mm -hmm. the cocaine yep and she's like yeah i'm not actually here to watch you leave uh yep snake 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 is is. yep
0: (laughs) and then this time she's like okay bye or yeah she's the one seeing him off or he's the one seeing her off she's they're He's one so, of them seeing the yeah. seeing one of. Them I off. think it's
1: swapped because they would have
0: she would have to fly back to. Canada. Yes, she's going back to Canada to see her her dad. Yeah, and then they um, have a cute moment, mm-hmm. and like they they are walking, uh they're like parting ways. They part ways, and then they turn over their shoulders and they lock eyes, and then they and run then... back to each other and they kiss. Yeah, I love it. It's just I love that that trope so much. Oh. <laughs>
1: I mean, I, I like, do too, but not for them. For not them.
0: When I was a teenager, I watched <laughs> that and I cried for the first time I watched it because it was just so sweet. You
1: know, I have no room to s- no room to say anything because High School Musical makes me cry. So
0: <laughs> I I got one even worse. I cried at the end of Camp Rock when 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 Shane uh, starts singing along with Mitchie. So where was I? Oh yeah. So we hit. Did we hit all of her ships?
1: Oh my god. Um, I have an honorable mention. Oh yes. <laughs> I would like to throw a. I would like to call it Pelly. Pelly. <laughs> on the uh on the table. Mm-hmm. Because they did have a smooch. They had a, a bacony smooch. They had a bacony smooch, and mm-hmm. it was my me being a closeted bisexual. <laughs> I watched that. A, scene a lot it was great it's a funny and even though it's a funny scene it made me feel weird things mm-hmm. because you know closeted bisexual <laughs> yes yes like
0: it's because it's like great... the
1: alex the alex and Paige stuff never did anything for me oh interesting yeah, yeah.
0: that's interesting I've, alex and Paige did everything for me so
1: <laughs> maybe okay. now But like, I just finished their high school stuff where it was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, Paige and Ellie, that would have been a twist. That would have been the greatest twist. That would have been the best reunion episode. Paige comes back, talks about how she's married to Ellie and how they have five (laughs) cats. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's gay. <laughs> Living
1: the le- the bisexual dream. <laughs>
0: That's great.
1: Yeah, like I love that because they scene. would own cats and a ferret because everyone oh, want a
0: ferret. R.I.P. Rick- Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> <Rick> Bueller. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like I I love that scene. I love their uh like I said before, their friendship is great because it's like mm-hmm. you know that whole time like they might pretend like they hate each other, they aren't. You know, they
1: have they have the kind of a relationship where they call each other out on their shit. Yes, because and they both know that they've been through trauma. Who Daniel and I need to do need to recreate that. Just need to do one. Yes, <laughs> any excuse to kiss you Keely, <laughs> obviously. You, you. Um, in case you didn't know, uh, Keely is smoking hot. Oh,
0: thank you, thank you. I know my little um, anime avatar on my uh, my art done by the <laughs> incomparable Jamie Lee um it's a great indicator of how amazingly Mm -hmm. mind-blowingly sexy i am
1: yeah so eventually when we start when you start a patreon and once (laughs) you know there's not a pandemic going on Mm -hmm. we will have to recreate this
0: yes it'll be it'll be so much fun
1: yeah robes and all (laughs) I was going to say that the three of us should also just do an entire like episode on their relationship because all mm-hmm. like the trio because they're yeah. like, they're like the golden trio. Of they're this, great. Mm-hmm. Of this whole like series, which is mm-hmm. weird because like, it's always like, it's Emma and Manny. Yeah. And like oddly enough, Jimmy and Spinner. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Those are the main friendships of the series. And then like, true.
1: Toby and JT,
0: Mm -hmm. kind of. (laughs) Like it's, what it is, is Manny, Emma, Toby, JT at the beginning. Then it branches out to Manny, Emma, Toby, JT. That,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, it, I think we should, all three of us should do an episode just on that relationship because mm-hmm. I we could fill an hour. <laughs> you know,
0: I feel like I've just realized we don't talk enough about Liberty Van Zant on this
1: podcast.
0: Right? I, <laughs> I should so, start talking about Liberty more. I,
1: I am a Liberty stan.
0: I am too. I think she's great. I,
1: I will be on a Liberty episode if mm-hmm. nobody else wants Liberty. I love Liberty so I, I do so too. Much. She's great.
0: So we've, we've dwindled down to Ellie's, the end of Ellie. This is the I, end of Ellie.
1: I, um, <laughs> I don't want it to be, though.
0: <laughs> Ellie will but forever live on in our hearts. We still have to do our personal anecdotes. Uh, okay. So, I know you were excited to share yours. Yes. yes. So, if you weren't aware, dear listener, uh, on this podcast we do um, on this podcast we do personal anecdotes at the end of every episode where we talk about a time where we were such a blank character character that we're addressing in this episode
1: which so... makes me really glad i'm not going to be on the rick episode
0: a <laughs> <laughs> time i was such a rick. rick i just realized rick doesn't get his own episode he was never a main character Oh, okay cool i'll have to put him into i don't know like a deceased characters episode <laughs> so we do personal anecdotes every episode where we talk about we were such a blank so aaron when was a time in your life where you were such an ellie
1: I was such an Ellie when I have depression currently um <laughs> <Check. Same. laughs> goth phase currently goes th- going through <laughs> so basically I am just Ellie I feel um, that for you <laughs> right <laughs> but in all in, in a more serious thing um, Ellie mm-hmm. really as a young person growing up in a not mental health like positive Mm -hmm. environment ellie was the first time where i was like oh she's sad like yeah like she feels sad for like no reason and it Mm -hmm. was it really made me feel like ellie is so important to me (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah because it's such a she's She really opened – kind of opened my eyes, even though I didn't realize it, that, Mm -hmm. like, you know, mental health is a thing. And, like, I'm – people aren't alone. Yeah. And, like, everybody – not everybody, but most people go through something in their lives that make them sad. And, like, Mm -hmm. people deal with depression and all of these, like, feelings all the time. And it it really – I, when I say I, I, I deeply can relate to Ellie. Yeah. Um, it's true because I, I am that, t- I was that person that mm-hmm. would be there for everybody else and then deal with every, all of my shit on my own. Right. Right. And so and it like- was just, El- this is why I was so excited when you t- talked about this podcast mm-hmm. and how your guys were gonna, and why I was like, I need to be on Ellie because Ellie mm-hmm. is such an important person. such an important character for me yeah she's
0: yeah and i think a lot of us as young women living in the mid to late 2000s we really did see ourselves in ellie Mm -hmm. in different ways yeah um and that's why she is such a like beloved character because like it's like you've got your Emmas and your Mm -hmm. Manny's, but I feel like there were kind of, there was always a little disconnect with Emma as a lead character. Yeah. Where, like, they make these, like, quote-unquote, every-girl characters that people don't like, and it's because their version of an every-girl is kind of... ellie It's kind of polished. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it's very, like, meh. It's a little too... It's not as realistic as a character like Ellie, who they might have put out their as a little bit of, like, a, mm-hmm. oh, here's our, here's our depressed girl. Yeah, and I think that's why Dakota. Paige is
1: also so relatable, is because, mm-hmm. like, it's... She's a multifaceted
0: mean girl. Yeah. Like, it's like, we all want to be Regina George, but really, the girls who tried to be Regina George were Paige.
1: Yeah. Um, but, but that was, that was, uh, I was, uh, that was my, I was such an Ellie, because I, mm-hmm. I, I am the real embodiment of Ellie. I wish mm-hmm. I was a hot ginger. Um, <laughs> And you rocked
0: red hair for, like, a, a a second there. It's
1: so fucking hard to keep up with. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I just, I really, uh, I really relate to Ellie. Mm-hmm. And it's, she's always been so extremely important, which is why this episode is, this uh this recording has been going on for so long. It's because oh, I yeah. just have so much to talk about <laughs> when it comes to her.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I kind of had mine. Um, I think. For mostly a time that I was such an Ellie, like we could talk about my brush with self harm as a teenager, we're not gonna, which
1: do. I didn't know about.
0: <laughs> I don't tell many people because it's like embarrassing, but right. it was never like cutting, it was other things, which is why it was weird. So, I guess like, that leaves me to talking about um, Ellie's kind of uh, her taste in men and like the inability for her to. Really let people go even when they, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: when she is like being strung along. Yeah. Uh, I earlier this year on New Year's, a guy that I had been very like infatuated with for a couple years. I won't even call him my Craig because that feels very weird and stalkery. (laughs) But like, I I know
1: exactly who you're talking about. Yeah.
0: Where we, we, he, he reached out to me. On New Year's, and we talked until four a m um about how like you know he thinks i'm he blah 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 very gassing me up, and I was like really I, for a second there, I was like, "Oh wow, this is finally gonna happen I'm finally gonna gonna snatch him, and then I had to sit on it and think about it, and I talked to Daniel and I cried, and i was like i I was like, he knows like." I just think back to when we were friends, and we, and like the way I was just so like shamelessly, uh, shamelessly like doting over him. He had to have known that whole time that I was very, very romantically interested in him, and he still continued to choose to string me along, and then not, and then string me along, and then not for a long time, and so I event that later that week I just finally told him like hey we're I'm not doing this anymore yeah we're not do, we're not doing this and I feel I felt that for when Ellie uh finally did that for Craig yeah what's it feel like to be a ghost um because like if it, it was a very like just like look I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm still harboring like these feelings but eventually my f- fuck my feelings yeah (laughs) like this isn't good for me yeah um and so that's a time that i was such an ellie but um so this was so much fun we do i think we have a great rapport um doing this so i'm like i'm excited to record future episodes with you like
1: uh, uh, i have already claimed so many you really have i'm like i am so excited (laughs) i keep saying
0: i'm gonna make a calendar for all my friends that want to uh co-host episodes with me Mm -hmm. that involves like me like listing the character when i'm recording it and who's recording Mm -hmm. it with me and i haven't done it yet but like yes (laughs) i will eventually um but yeah this was so much fun and it was so nice like getting deep getting deep into ellie nash I would love to get
1: deep into Ellie
0: Nash. <laughs> um, but yeah, like this was a lot of fun. Um, where can Yay. people find you on social media?
1: Um, I'm never on Instagram, <laughs> but I guess you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Golden Throat with mm-hmm. a C where the O is because Golden Throat was already taken. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Somebody snagged Sharpe Evans' uh, brand before you did. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, i think that's it yeah okay
0: and i'm keely bell and you can find me at omg it's key across platforms mostly instagram and tiktok where this week i posted a bunch of tiktoks in my Mm -hmm. halloween costume that i talked about last week which was the degrassi spirit squad cheerleader Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. go check it out it's a lot of fun yeah i should start a tiktok
1: you should it'll i have a tiktok and i have one tiktok (laughs) make make fun
0: degrassi content talk about ellie (laughs)
1: I will forever talk about it. Degrassi's
0: getting a moment on on TikTok right now a lot of people are um, talking about it but nice um, yeah this was a lot of fun dear listener uh join us next week I actually don't think I know who I'm doing next week oh oh, wow
1: maybe I'll be back next week maybe who knows I'm like
0: trying to think like who would be fun to follow up Ellie it can't be anybody huge. We Ellie's no, a big no, one. No. Like it has Ellie to be someone chill. One. Maybe like Toby. Maybe <gasps> I
1: love Toby. Yeah, maybe I'll do
0: Toby. So yes. we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Ooh, bye.